The Tony Gebhardt Show. Music, motivation, and positively obnoxious. Hey, welcome to episode number nine of The Tony Gebhardt Show. Thank you for taking the time to click on over. Hope you guys are doing really well. Today is February 25th. 2023 and it's already almost March. This week was interesting, uh, I gotta say. <clears throat> I went to the dentist on Friday to do a yearly checkup. And I don't know, genetically in my family we just we have good looking teeth, but not the greatest teeth. I had to get a crown, right? For an old root canal that I had done years ago. Say the way that they shave that stuff down, right? Disclaimer, graphic. My tooth looks like a stump. <laughs> like, I, I just was like, let me check this out before y'all put the ground on. It was like, man, you guys just annihilated this thing. So I got the crown. Just a temporary one until the real one comes. Got an appointment a couple weeks out. Thankfully, the doctor's really nice. She's cool. You know, she's, she's not crazy. She's not out to kill me. And uh, I don't know. In my opinion, I think the worst place to have your teeth, like to have surgery or have work done is your fucking teeth. I just, I really do. The worst pain, some of the worst pressure, you name it. If you're watching the podcast live, good morning to you from Alaska. Happy Saturday. Hope you're having a good weekend. And if you're listening to this now, just know that you are valued and loved. And I know that you have a purpose. And I'm glad that you're here today. This week was bad mental health wise. I mean, it was better than most, but still wasn't the greatest. But it finished good. It finished good. Work's been busy nonstop. I, you know, two students already this morning and I got one more. And uh, my afternoon kind of opened up, so that's nice. I'm going to take that time to work on the business, take care of a few things, and uh, spend some time kind of just bettering me. You know, again, got one more logo for the business, so that's great. Do more work on that and uh, communicating with them as far as what's going to be the best. I'm going to open up chat here, so... Of course, in live, you guys are going to see most of all this. However, in the episode that goes live on Apple, Spotify, and Anchor, you will not. Because you're just privileged like that, I guess. So let's let's pull that up so I can interact with you. But on today's episode, we've got my friend Ben McCandless, who's a professional massage therapist he's made his own alcohol he's made his own sauces his own lotions and sold them directly out of his home for fun family and friends nothing too serious with that but family and friends and he he's awesome he's a great guy love him to death big advocate for independence been married for a number of years he's uh down in florida and uh i've always i've always appreciated talking to him he's a good man and we had, we had a really good conversation, so um, I'm excited to uh, show you that uh, show you that interview that we recorded. I can't believe it though. We're almost to ten full episodes. Ten 
full episodes. As you've noticed, I've been putting out some bonus content every Wednesday. Affirmations Aloud, where I share a positive affirmation or mental health tip for you that has helped me in my life through my personal experiences and things that I've struggled with. So I hope you guys find that beneficial and that it is helpful for you. My gosh, um, live concert coming up next Saturday that I'll be doing on YouTube, March 4th. So I'm excited for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Last one was pretty good. Super successful. I had um, 20 people or so tuned in all at once and uh, overall ended up with 80 uh, by the end of the night. So that was that was really cool. Thank you guys for supporting me in that and uh, cho- choosing my end of the internet to hang out for, for your evening. And uh, I hope you do it again. I hope you do it again. And uh, we're gonna be doing some new songs too. I've got to, I got plans for a couple of new tunes, stuff that you haven't heard yet. Ooh, I know it's gonna be intense. It's gonna be intense. It's gonna be intense. What else is new? My God. So in my professional life, we've got a youth program that's coming up. The week of March 13th at the uh, Center for the Blind. Been putting that together. Just got a lot of students rallied up the other day. And actually, speaking of that, there's a story. So yesterday, I was invited to the Anchorage School District's uh, Blind and Low Vision Department's outing. Okay. The orientation and mobility team of the BVI department had invited me out to hang out with the kids and them. We went snowshoeing at Campbell Creek Science Center here in Anchorage, and it was awesome. Okay, it was awesome. So of course I'm I'm a child at heart. I'm only 26, and like for that whole time, I went in shoes <laughs> for my snow in snow pants. Put on the snowshoes, which took 10 minutes. Obviously, that was my first time snowshoeing too. You know, I've 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 snowboarded before, I've skied, but I've never I've never actually done snowshoeing. So it was my first. And uh with that being said, I I was not 100% experienced, but I did okay. I only fell twice. First time I posed for a photo and uh did a really ridiculous kung fu pose and I fell. I fell into a drift of snow. Everybody saw it, and it was caught on video. It was awesome. Looks like a fool, acted like a fool. And it made people smile. And that's all I cared about. Some great minds out there, though, man. Some really cool students. Sat and talked with them, got to know them for a while. And I got a lot of yeses for the youth program. So I think it was a win-win. It was a win. Freaking win. So the snowshoeing event went great. And then we went to Golden Corral. Which I have a secret love for. I mean, 15 bucks to eat whatever the fuck you want? I mean, come on. Sure, sometimes the food isn't 100% amazing, but I don't care. I'm not going for a five-star meal. You know? I'm going for the ice cream. I'm going for the hamburgers. I'm going for the french fries and onion rings. I mean, come on. That's what I'm going for. So I had a burger. I had fries. I had onion rings. I had some hush puppies. I had a piece of... uh, What? What was it? Chocolate mousse pie. And then a brownie. And then two things of ice cream. I was so bloated afterwards. I felt like I died. 
But it was great because everybody else, all the students were having a great time. They filled up. The other teachers filled up. I mean, you can't argue with that kind of camaraderie, you know? The line wasn't as long as I thought it was. The last time we went to Golden Corral with the students was that line was out the door. And of course it was. You know, it's lunchtime on a, on a Friday. So, of course, everyone's going to be eating and getting out there. So, but, uh, you know, for what it was, it was good. And I, I enjoyed it. And, and um, yeah, but anyways, I think, you know, overall, anxiety sucks. I hate it so much. Like, I take medication for it. I work out a little bit. I eat well. But I think what what sometimes I forget, and I know a lot of people do forget, is medication isn't magic. It's a kind of magic. You know? It's not a magic. It, it's, it's something that just helps manage it. You know, it helps maintain. Official Tonito Music is in the house, and he says he loves Golden Corral. I love it. <laughs> you know, um, it's just, it's weird. Anxiety is a weird thing. You know, you one minute you feel conscience. You feel like you're on top of the world, that you could punch the sky and be like, fuck yeah! But then the next moment, you're stuck, right? You know, you're frozen in place, and things seem way too real. But that's all right. Because we're here. You know, we overcome. We're When we're faced with a challenge, there's no other choice. You fight it. To reiterate, today we've got Ben McCandless on the show, professional massage therapist. Great guy. Awesome interview. Today's podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Are you looking for a new way to podcast? Look no further, my friend. Anchor is an amazing platform that provides you every tool that you need. Providing audio editing within the app. Upload your podcast and have them distributed to every popular podcast platform such as Apple, Spotify, Google, you name it. Create your own custom website through WordPress on Anchor so that you can attain your own audience. Not only that, but there's opportunities for monetization. Make some money. Come on. Who who doesn't like money? Make some cash off of people who like your content and that you can provide them amazing, amazing words of encouragement, inspiration, comedy, whatever it is. Add sound effects. Make it funny. Doing. Okay. Go to anchor.fm and start podcasting today with just a few taps. Download the app. Go to the website, anchor.fm. You will have a good time. Anchor, a new way to podcast. Let's get to the podcast itself. The interview with Ben McCandless. Hey, this is Tony Gephardt with the Tony Gephardt Show, episode nine. And here in the virtual studio today, I've got my friend Ben McCandless, a man of many trades and uh, has been him and I go back a few years and uh, just a lot to say, a lot to share. And uh, without further ado, Ben, what's going on, man? Good to see you again. The second attempt at doing a podcast with each other. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) <laughs> uh, the last one wasn't it didn't show you know it didn't turn out too bad but no you know. I, it didn't it was a good conversation but i i it didn't do much convers- with it <laughs> so you're yeah, a massage yeah. therapist you you make your own lotions you've yeah. made your own sauces your own mm-hmm. moonshine i mean man you're you're doing yeah. it you know you're doing it <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i keep 
we have a few uh, hobbies, uh, and you know, um, making lotions. Uh, you know, that's I enjoy doing that. You know, using uh, you know, all natural products. You, you know, in essential oil. Sure. Um, uh, to to help people. You know, whether whether it's for aroma or specifically for their skin type. You know. Sure. One for me the last time. You know, you were telling me it was, you know, you have sensitive skin on your face, you know, Absolutely. how did the lotion do with your, with your sensitive skin? Well, for me, like when I, when I got it, you know, just amazing, amazing product that it was, you know, sandalwood and just lavender and all of this in one uh, lotion, you know, the stinging sensations went away, my dry skin, you know, I, I, once I put that stuff on in the morning, you know, there was probably a good 12 hours of comfort before I felt the need to reapply or take care of my face again. Right. And that's, that's pretty awesome. damn good. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. The reason why I brought you on the podcast, man, really is, you know, I'm I'm I've been very intrigued with watching other blindness professionals pursue their endeavors and you know i i know you're a humble type of guy and you know it's just like oh, i'm just trying to get by and do my thing and i respect <laughs> that a lot when we look at the demographic of our community within the 70 percentile unemployment rate you know you're in that 30 percent. so am i and yeah it took it took a lot of hard work and advocacy just to be put within that group already and i'm yeah. curious what was it like for you in that journey from being unemployed to getting, you know, going from that point at which you felt felt un, that you were unemployed and you found your first position as a massage therapist. Oh, that was, wow. That was a long time ago. First job. As a, you know what? We'll skip that part. How about when I moved down here to Florida, back down here to Florida? Cause you know, my wife and I, we lived in Pennsylvania for about 15 years. My wife was born and raised in Florida. Um, so this was kind of her home. So we came back here a couple years ago and uh, we've been down here ever since. But um, here in Florida, I started my journey as a massage therapist in 1997. <laughs> I was one year old. <laughs> OK, was there you go. Okay. Not even two. I stand corrected. OK. And I am standing. OK. So anyways. So, yeah. So back in 97, I got my license in 2004. So getting a job back then, it was it was very difficult. And it was that was back that I mean, that was down here in Florida. And then my wife and I, we moved a little further north where it wasn't such a large populated area. You know, it wasn't turning into a metroplex or anything like that. So so we moved to Fort Pierce. And when we did, um, you know, the first place I, you know, that I applied for, I, I interviewed and got the job it was easy peasy they the the owner i gave her a massage and that was my selling point she's like i'm surprised you haven't done any other massages and i was like they've never called me and asked me to come in for an interview you know so that i can give them a massage you know as soon as they find out i'm blind they're like uh no thanks you know uh, we're not hiring or you know whatever they say you know right you know because because i i i like to let people know before I go in the door. I mean, every once in a while I get an itch and I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to say a word. I'm going to let these people find out when I walk in the door, they're going to see me come in cane first. And that's a hot um, topic right there. Not to interrupt you, but that's a hot topic right there. You know, knowing the difference of, do you advocate for the disability before 
the interview or kind right. of just play it natural and sell yourself as best as possible when you walk in the door, giving them <laughs> right. zero time to think about to, it. Right. Zero time to think about it. Zero time to react to, you know, because literally like you're walking in the door and it's like, oh, my gosh, it's time for his interview. This is the, my interviewee. Like, what do I do? He's blind. Like what? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, I had one guy, he freaked out so bad. It was at Applebee's that he sent his assistant manager out to greet me <laughs> instead of him doing the interview like he always does. But when they saw that I was right. blind, you know, he sends his his underling over there. He's like, you know, you take care of it. I don't sends in the goon squad. <laughs> yeah, right. He doesn't. He's the owner. So, you know, I've had instances like that. I've had instances where I walk in the door, I put my hands on somebody and somebody says, that was the best massage I've ever had in my life. You're hired. When, when can you start? You know that I need people like you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and that I, probably makes you I'm, feel I'm, good. It, it does. It absolutely does. Especially now when I still hear that 26 years later, you know what I'm saying? So that, that tells me, yeah. you know, and, and it, it tells me what I already knew in the beginning is I'm the best and I'm not conceited. I'm convinced. <laughs> I love the confidence. Oh my God. That's, that's good. And that's, and, and I think go. that's another thing that a lot of people in our community need to really identify with themselves is understanding confidence. Like, you know, it's not a bad thing or <clears throat> a taboo well, it is a taboo, but it's not something that I think in a lot of ways says a lot about a human being, right? Because I'll sit here and tell you, I'm a guitar player. I'm pretty good at what I do. I've been yeah. doing it for a long time and have put out records. I'm skilled at this. But that's also me acknowledging the work that I've put into it, right? Or podcasting. I know I do a decent job at it, but I'm here to acknowledge I'm confident. And that's what people want to right. invest in is confidence, not cockiness, but confidence. Right. Absolutely. People, right. You know, right. Don't be coming off arrogant. You know, it's yeah. arrogance is yeah. one thing. Confidence is something completely different. It is. It's. And I think what, what ends up happening, right. is people <laughs> in, in the, and I think this applies to the general public, not just our, not just our community, is we interpret confidence as arrogance only because we are insecure in that we are not able to attain the same level of confidence. So it's a combative response. Well, it is an issue that I have come across in other people, you know, with uh, with visual impairments or even other disabilities where they learn to believe that they are now less of a person because you are missing some part of you that does, you know, that just doesn't work anymore for whatever reason. Like whatever, if it's if you're blind, if you're deaf, you know, it's it's your hearing, whatever. You are missing something, and therefore you are less of a person, and therefore, and people, and people like us, we you know we are we are you know all of us, even the ones that are leaders are are we are all followers to some certain extent. So we will take what as as we tell should be. us. Right. Well, right, 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 because right, because you cannot you cannot lead somebody where you yourself will not follow. There you go. 
So. I mean, that, that's point blank, right? The first, the first right. art of leadership <laughs> is acknowledging that empathy should be at the core of all standards and, and connection with other people. Right, right. And then also being a leader, everything is your fault. <laughs> right, right. Hey, that's right. That's fascinating. So, yeah. So tell me this then, man. You know, I I understand that you've now, – now, correct me if I'm wrong here, because I know since you transferred to Florida, you're working for a different a different entity now. Have you done your own private practice? And if so, I, what was that like? Shauna and I, uh, my wife and I, we opened our own mobile massage business, okay? It was going to eventually be a brick-and-mortar spa, you know, like full-blown spa, because she went to she was going to school for aesthetics. So she went to school to be an esthetician to do facials and skincare. And, you know, I'm the massage therapist. And we both kind of owned the business together. You know, it was a 50-50 split share although shauna is cited and she did do a lot of like the business side of it as far as like getting an account with uh, zen business if you don't know about zen business i believe zen business and not to promote their company or whatever but they are nationwide and they are good business to go with if you need to register unsolicited ad there you go zen (laughs) business everybody go check them out yep Yep. Okay. It, that's for LLCs and all kinds of any kind of business we can open. All right. So, yeah, we, we, you know, she did all that stuff, you know, and I, you know, I did the massages. I talked to the people, you know, anytime a client called, you know, she would book the appointment, but she would put me on the phone with them to talk to them about why they need deep tissue or, you know, why they think they need deep tissue or, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Uh, if they wanted a barefoot massage, do they understand what a barefoot massage is? And if not, would they like me to explain to them what a barefoot massage is? You know, things like that. So I would handle those things with clients on the phone and then Shauna would book the appointments or, you know, whatever. Um, she would do that part of it. And of course, Shauna was the driver. You know, I throw my massage table in the back of the car. She drove me to the appointments. But we came, we came, we crossed some issues. Um, Number one, if it was me by myself, if I was sighted, you know, um, you know, I could, I could, throw my table in my own car and drive to these appointments and, and all that stuff and buy my own gas and yada, yada, yada. I wouldn't have to disturb somebody else's life. You know what I'm saying? And she is my wife, but she did, that does not, not mean that she is required to do anything for me whatsoever. Nothing required, required to do anything. She does it because she loves me. You know, she, she she did a lot of that side of the business. I did my side of the business. The problem, the other problem we had was me carrying a 22 to 25 pound massage table, very awkward, by the way, um, over my shoulder, you know, in my neck and carrying that thing up and down stairs and through people's homes where they have 
glass and glass tables and you know mm-hmm. all these different things like antique things sitting out and it sounds you know, like there's a horror stuff. story it sounds it like is. there's a horror story that you haven't told me about yet no 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 no, no. there's no I, horror I need... stories no 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 <laughs> none there because i stopped it before it could happen because i knew if, i was hoping you I would continue... tell me about a time you dropped the table <laughs> on a glass coffee table and i i was ready for it <laughs> yeah no <laughs> that, that would have been that would have been brilliant but no it would have been no. brilliant yes okay <clears throat> you know, because i could be like Oh shit! I didn't see that coffee table there. Damn. <laughs> there you go. See, you're not liable. You're not liable. <laughs> right. <you> right. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. But so anyway, so it, that became an issue. So finally, we we talked about it. The business was open for a year. In that year, I had I could count on one hand how many clients I had, and we spent over eight grand. Um, trying to get that business going and with ads and different things. And like everybody was telling us, don't go with ads. That's a waste of money. You know, nobody reads the n- newspapers anymore. You know, they just throw those things in a, in the garbage. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. Sure. Customer so acquisition is expensive. It can but, be expensive. Yeah. But we went with ads anyways, because the guy, the guy was a good sales, you know, he was a good salesman. So he sold us on six months of ads and we, we paid for it. And it was, it wasn't terribly expensive, but it still cost us uh, almost $3,000 out of our, out of our business account. You know what I'm saying? So last year here, here, this is funny. This is actually funny. Um, last year, I think our business might actually have been the first business to ever get a tax return check because we spent more wow. money than we made by a long shot. Wow. Yeah. That's unbelievable. The IRS yeah. paid you. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, they they sent us a check. We got that's uh, the way of, of sympathizing. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, go, go open a business with like 10, like 10 grand, you know, uh, you know, make a few sales that year and spend all that money on stuff for your business, you know, but also, you know, stuff you could use for side hustles if you wanted to, you know, um, yeah. Right. But you bought it for your business, but you could also use it on the side. So that's a tax write off. Right. It's a tax write off. So so we spent more money than we made for that business. So therefore, we got money back. We ended up with like three grand back from that. That's amazing. Like that's amazing. Thirty thirty two hundred dollars. <laughs> I mean, right, so, I right mean, there. Yeah, that's I mean, that's extremely helpful. Yeah, but I mean, you're, you're spending ten grand to open a business in the first place, so, or you know, I mean, yeah, you're buying things, you, you know, for yourself, and you know, putting it on the business, like, like, okay, like for instance, I have the new Apple Watch Seven, and I bought that on the my business account because I had to have something to use as a timer while I do my massages, and the Apple Watch there has a vibrate. Has the has the haptic 
uh, where it'll tell you the time through haptics. So there's another unsolicited ad for Apple. Just throwing that out there. There you go. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh oh. Okay. There you are. Hi. I lost you for a second. All right. I am here. No, I, I was saying like, yep. oh, unsolicited ad from Apple. That, that would be great. Can you imagine? <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Apple. <laughs> like, hey. um, uh, can you can, can you hear me now, Mrs. Am, yeah. Are we coming through? Yeah, you're, yeah, you're good now. Okay. So, so my question then is this, right? You've learned a lot of lessons with owning a small business, and I actually find this very motivating for me because I just got licensed myself a couple of months ago from my multimedia company that's going to be launched right. in the next two months. And got granted, it. different kind of hustle, not a lot of overhang cost because it is extremely digital. However. Looking at equipment, right? Cameras, phones, speakers, uh, ad advertising revenue, or sorry, advertising and customer acquisition costs. Like all of these right. things can be utilized as tax write-offs to impact the most, you know, the most imp uh, positively effective return. Okay. And, so and then, you know, I'm just what, thinking, wow, what, where, where have I been? You know, cause I, I could have been doing this years ago when I was starting to put together my albums and putting out oh, merchandise right, right. and things of that nature. So right. it's motivating to me to really hear that validation and, and per firsthand experience of working in a small business environment while, dealing with the tax paperwork, dealing with the yeah. tedious process of accounting. Oh, see, we don't do that. Nope. We get, we got, I got a, uh, a lady up in PA. She does, she even does her taxes from down here. Um, that lady, it, she is a miracle worker. Um, she will, she That's will awesome. find, she will find things to write off on your taxes to make sure that you get money back. Like this lady is amazing and it's all 100% legal. She is a licensed um, in CPA and accountant and all that stuff. She does all that. Um, wow. she's been, her, her dad wow. owned the business before her, his dad owned the business before him. Like it's been a family business for, for generations back, you know, and throughout her family. So, but she don't have no kids. So, so she like just hearing this, <clears throat> here, you know, hearing this, it's almost like a, a message to be sent out to young entrepreneurs like, like myself and Ben, you know, for those of us, especially who are blind and low visually impaired, who depend so much on finding those revenue streams and side hustles and just ways of saving money you know, right. find a professional, do your research, find a professional <laughs> who can do this accounting for you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wow. <clears throat> Amazing. So we're now in 2023. And, you know, you live in Florida, you've made a big transition, you're working for a new company now, yep. as I understand it. 
what has that been like switching from, you know, an entrepreneur, <clears throat> excuse me, switching from an entrepreneurial uh, situation now working for a company? Um, I'm the one that actually, you know, pushed for it. <clears throat> you know, Shauna kept saying, oh, you know, we got to do our business. Let's just do our business, you know, and I'm like, well, <clears throat> we're not getting any clients, you know, let me just get something part time and we could take the clients on the side. And finally, she was like, okay, fine. But the way it happened with with where I work now, it, it's kind of it's kind of bizarre. Um, so that would that's what happened the first time. The first time was, you know, uh, I I actually I, I called. I spoke with the owner. Her name is Carol. Uh, I spoke with Carol um, on the phone, and we 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 agreed on a certain time and a day for to, to come in for an interview um and that day came and i got out of the shower and i'm getting dressed to go to this interview and shauna looks at me and she goes i don't want you to work there we've never been there before so we have no idea what the place looks like or anything she just says i don't i don't want you to work there and i was like well why she goes because i think we could do this business and I was like, well, I think we can too, but I think that's going to take some time, you know, to build clientele. Um, you know, there's other therapists. There's a whole lot of other therapists in this area. And, you know, they're looking for clientele too. So it's it's a rat race, you know. Um, and, you know, so she 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 finally she finally agreed. Um, and this second time you know this was after i had already turned carol down uh that she agreed by the way so i turned her down um months went by still we only had one client in that one you know a few months and then shauna made the mistake of telling that client that she could get massages and facials at her school for a lot less cost so she went, she started going to that, that client started going to uh Shauna school um, for her massages and stuff instead of, you know, but rebooking with me. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. Anyways, it don't matter. It is what it is. So we closed, closed the business and, uh, or we decided to close the business. We didn't really actually close it until uh, the beginning of last year like around march marchish somewhere around there you know finally closing the whole thing um sometime like in july or something like that um and uh, you know just dissolved the business completely so it no longer exists wow that, and that must have been hard yeah, because, you know, I mean, the name of the company is the one I've, uh, you know, when I dream, dreamed of uh, having a, my own spa, um, we used that name, which was uh, Miracle Hands Massage and Body Works. So, um, right. So now that name can never be used again, ever, for a business. So, right. So I want to create another business. 
there you go. You know, yeah. one door closes. That doesn't mean another one won't open. Right. So, but I started, I, um, the second time, uh, with Carol, uh, I had an interview all scheduled to, to meet up with her and interview with her. And then my little brother got into that accident and I flew up to New Hampshire. Uh, I called Carol. I, you know, I texted her and, and I let her know in whatever way I, capacity that I could let her know that I wasn't going to make the interview. She basically, she told me, you know what? You take care of you. That you KP. Oh, um, sorry. Um, you're good. So I, 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 you know, she, she's like, you know, you take care of you, you take care of your family and you call me when you get back. And when you're, when you, when you want to work, uh, and you're ready to do so, you, you give me a call. So I was like, okay. So I, I went to New Hampshire, you know, and, and you know, you know, I don't need to go into detail about that. Um, sure. Did sure. enough of that, did enough of that tonight. Um, and, uh, when I got back, uh, I got back like right before Christmas, it was like a couple days before Christmas, we got back and um i just i didn't do anything for for a few days nothing at all just kind of sat in my room and just um, anyways yeah i said i wasn't going to go into detail anyways um so you're you're totally good i yeah my, you're good man yeah yeah my my um around I think it was around January. I think it was January 4th, actually. Yeah, we set up, I called Carol back. I set up an interview for January 4th. Uh, and I started working her with her uh, at her clinic. And it's not a spa, it's a clinic. Um, there are the, all, their, all the other therapists, barring myself, they're all uh, medical, trained medical massage therapists. I only have experience. I've, I'm, I've been doing it longer than any, any of the other therapists there, even the owner. Right. So, um, so like, well, and know, I think I, it shows that experience is, is very valuable. It, oh, it, it, it's it more significant in, in some regards than what your resume or sorry, what your resume might say. Right. Or a college degree. Right, right. You know, um, experience is is huge. I think it's paramount, honestly. Um, I do if, too. If I do too. If you're if you if you have you know that that the experience in whatever you do, whatever it is, like Tony, you with the with with your guitar, like I've heard you play, man. You're freaking amazing. I don't know how you do that. Um, and I thank you yeah i gotta tell you about that anyway about something else but not in the interview but anyways uh another time okay um, <laughs> okay uh but you know i i just I, you know you have your talents and i got mine you know so um but if you and it's something to be do, proud of right but if somebody came of. across if you know and, and i'm sure you come across this a lot in the music business actually where somebody just doesn't appreciate your music. You know what I'm saying? For whatever yes. reason, they don't appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? So 
you know, you know, we, we deal with people like that every day. All the time. You bet. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, it comes down to growing some thick skin, you know, another lesson that has been learned in life, especially going into entrepreneurship, you know, building your own brand, finding a side hustle, or really just navigating an employment world is we have to be ready to be right. fed to the wolves. Right. And Absolutely. It's, it's such a, it's, it's a harsh, it's a harsh kind of uh, perspective, but in reality, you know, it can be administered softly. Yes. But I think there needs to be a reality check that we're dealing with a very sighted world and it's oh, yeah, up to absolutely. us to be conscientious of not only their perspective, but how to advocate again. You know, we always, we seem to be circling back to this is how to advocate in the right way. Right. So I might right. say, um, well, you should hire me as your engineer. Why? Because number one, I've been working with music ever since I was nine years old and uh, audio specifically is the one thing that's centered around doing engineering and having hands-on experiences with mixing consoles allows me to properly adjust and make things uh, work on the fly. And I've produced eight albums. So uh, here's my sample of my work. Let me know what you think. And that's right. it. You know, that's a selling point. Elevator speech. There yeah. you go. And yeah. It's it's something that has to be rehearsed. It has to be something that's done uh, w within, I think, you know, uh, humility, right? Because as, as I right. said that, I didn't come off as cocky. I'm just letting you know my right. experience. I'm letting you right. know that I feel comfortable with it and that I've right. done it for many years. Exactly. Well, shoot, man. This has been an amazing interview, and uh, <laughs> I say we bring this up to a close here because I, I got to run for dinner here with my wife. But thank you again for stopping by to share share some of your perspective and your journey, really, and be, you know, uh, just, just pouring your heart out as an entrepreneur, as someone who's experienced the sighted world as a blind individual with your various um, trades, you know. So I think a lot of people can benefit from stories like that, stories like yours. And yeah, I think, you know, at the end of the day, keep doing what you're doing, keep pursuing, persevere through any adverse situation that comes to you and life will grant you that gift in the end. Greatnonprofits.org is a 501c3 nonprofit. Great Nonprofits helps people focus on making good giving decisions based on socially sourced feedback and reviews. Go to www.greatnonprofits.org and type in your zip code or city to find a charity or nonprofit near you that you can help.